I'm not going to talk a lot, but what I want to talk about just for a, a minute or two, ten, and um, I, I want to talk about baptism. And I want to talk about it because I think we see it, and sometimes we're not sure really what's going on with it. And if you're like me, I grew up in the church. Some of you grew up in the church. Uh, some of you grew up in all kinds of different traditions. And we grew up in all these different traditions. And one thing that when you grow up in a certain tradition and you see baptism in a certain way, you, you, you automatically think this is the way that you're supposed to do it. Like this is how you're supposed to do baptism. And I grew up in a certain tradition and there's a way that I feel like, oh, this is how you're supposed to do it because this is the right way. Because that's what you think when you grow up in it. And what I don't want us to miss today However the form is of baptism, what I don't want us to miss is the heart of baptism. So for just a minute, if you'll go with me on a little journey, I want to talk about how important baptism is and why it's this identification. It's, it's us self-identifying with Jesus, like saying, I'm in, I'm, I'm with him, like that's my king. He's, he's the path I'm pursuing in life. And um, what I don't want us to think is that this, the act of baptism, is in any way what gets us right with God. Because this is not the act that gets us right with God. In fact, I'm going to say this, I think, every week during Advent, the next four weeks. Here it is. That any religion, any path that tells you you have to climb a mountain or figure out how to get to God is wrong. Because Christmas is the celebration that God loved us so much, he climbed down the mountain to rescue us. Like God has been on a rescue mission for you and me since that very first Christmas. Now, come on, church, that is good news. Is it not? And I don't care, like, I don't care where you are or what you've been up to. God is on a rescue mission. He's coming after you full bore with all of his love, all of his grace, all of his mercy, and you don't have to do anything to earn that from him. All you have to do is to receive it. And that is good news for everyone. No one excluded from his grace and his love. I was thinking about our, our Thanksgiving table spread, and, you know, we all, we all have certain people at Thanksgiving. Um, if you have family at Thanksgiving, there's family that you choose to be there and family you wish wasn't there. Here's the truth about God. He excludes no one from his table. He excludes no one from his table. God, in fact, Scripture tells us that God wishes no one to perish, no one to die, no one. Like God wants you and me at his Thanksgiving table. And what's awesome is he doesn't put us at the kid table where we deserve. It's all a kid table. We're all making a mess together. Like throw in the sweet potatoes. You know what I mean? Like, God wants us all there. And baptism is that symbolic act that we self-identify that he's our king, that Jesus is at the center of our life. And that's why I love days like today, because we celebrate that new life. Um, at the end of Jesus' ministry, one of the last things that we record him as saying, what Matthew recorded him as saying, so it's one of the last things he says before he leaves the earth, is he says this, go and make disciples, go and help, what, what it means like make disciples, he's saying, go and help people discover life in me. Help people who are looking for life in all these different places, help them find life in me. 
every person in this room, everyone, no one is excluded from this. Everyone in this room is looking for life. All of you want a good life, right? Everyone, you want life. I want life. None of us waking up tomorrow morning saying, man, I hope my boss chews me out tomorrow. I hope I show up and it's just the worst day I've ever had in my life. That's what I want in life is a bad day. No, every single one of us wants to find life. And Jesus tells his disciples, go and help people discover the truth that the best kind of life is found in me. More grace, more hope, more peace and more love than they can ever experience in their jobs, in their homes, in their neighborhoods, in their pursuits, in their passions, and all the things they love doing. They can find a better life in me than they can find anywhere else in this world. Go and help people discover that. And when they discover that, baptize them in the name of the Father, the God who initiated it, the Son who came to make it possible, and the Holy Spirit who will never leave you. Baptize them in that. Help them discover that. And then the next uh, verse, which I didn't put on here. I don't know why I'm pointing because it's not there. (laughs) Jesus promises his disciples and passing on to you and me is that he'll never leave us. We'll never be alone because of the Holy Spirit. He commands us to be baptized Um, One of the earliest Christians says this. This means that anyone who belongs to Christ, anyone who self-identifies with Jesus, anyone who receives what God sent from heaven is a new creation. The old is gone, the new has come. Like, the old life is gone, a new life has begun. And sometimes, I think in, in church, we see baptism and we think, oh, that's a bad person who's becoming good. That's someone who is pretty good who's becoming better. No, no, no. That's someone who was dead who is now alive. That's someone who has passed from death unto life. And that's what God wants for you. He wants all of us to pass from death to life. And he made it possible solely, not by anything that we do, but only because of Christ. So what is this? Like, what is this baptism thing? You know, some people... Every now and then they see this kind of thing and they're like, are we, is this a cult? Are we in a cult? You know who never knows they're in a cult? People who are in a cult. (laughs) All week. Um, So what is baptism? Baptism is this public declaration. It's it's going before the the front end of the community saying, I self-identify with who Jesus is. Like, I'm going to self-identify with him. Like, I'm going to place my life in his. I'm going to root myself in him. And so I'm going to be baptized publicly to show I have faith in Jesus. Does that make sense? So this is this public declaration of the truth that I'm self-identifying with Jesus. Like, I want that. He is the place where I find my life. Now, it's symbolic. So baptism is a symbol. It's the symbol that that displays we identify with both his death and his resurrection. My old life is going. My new life has come. I am finding a better way to live because of Jesus. It represents that we identify with him in his death and also in his life. It's a picture of our old life passing away and our new life in Christ's beginning. When we go down into the water, it's like all the old 
is being washed away, and we come back up out of the water, and it's like this new life has begun because of Christ. That's the symbol of baptism. Does that make sense? Now, the early Christians, they saw things that we don't see, which I'm really bummed about sometimes. We don't get to see the fullness of this. So for years, the Israelites were stuck in slavery. Do you remember this story about the Israelites being in slavery? They were in the land of Egypt. Yeah, we're back to Sunday school. It's awesome. They were in Egypt. They were slaves in Egypt. They cried out uh, to God, you know, because they wanted to be set free. And finally, they were able to leave Egypt. What did they have to pass through to get out of Egypt? The Red Sea. Do you remember this story? It's in the Old Testament. You should read your Bibles. It's really good. There's some good stuff in there. And they have to pass through the water to get to the promised land. And the early Christians, when they self-identified and they were baptized, I just wonder, did they see this old picture of being a slave and now being set free into a new life? Isn't that awesome? The water becomes the passageway to something new. Even when the Israelites had to wander around the desert for an entire generation, and they had to cross through the Jordan River to physically get into the promised land, it was through water that God brought them. It was through water. I mean, Jesus said, I am, I am the life. Baptism is a symbol, the water that we pass through to be led into the life that is Jesus. Does that make sense? Are you with me? So it's a symbol. And then baptism is not salvation. It's not what saves us. This act is not the thing that makes us right with God. It's, it's a symbol. It's It's not the thing that makes us right with God. So, you know, every now and then, you know, I've I've wondered, when I was a kid especially, I wondered, gosh, if I haven't been baptized and we leave today and, like, we get in a wreck and something happens to me, if I wasn't baptized, does that mean, like, I'm no good with God? No. Because what sets me right with God is solely what Jesus did. I mean, Scripture, uh, it, it tells us that. God saved you by what? His grace. God saved you by his grace when you believed, when you placed your faith in him, when you trusted it, when you self-identified, he saved you. And listen, you can't take credit for this. You didn't do anything to deserve this. There's nothing that you can do to earn anything from God. It is yours by his grace through your faith, just by trusting. Isn't that awesome? That God does not put it on our shoulders to figure it out. Like, he takes care of it all. So this becomes a symbol. But it's an important one. I believe it is that symbol that it's a marker that is out in front of the community that just says, I am all in, self-identifying with Jesus. He is my king. And so when we celebrate, we celebrate death, to life, the old life being washed away, and the new life coming about. I I just love the celebration. Now, this passage of Scripture um, that I want to share, and then we'll get to baptisms. See, I just get to talking. It's like that preacher thing in me that I just can't. Okay, so here we go. One of the early Christians says this, that through Jesus, God reconciled everything to himself. Through Jesus, God reconciles everything 
to himself. He made peace with everything in heaven and on earth by means of Christ's blood on the cross. And this includes you. Now, so this is the good news. Like God has already made peace with you. Isn't that great? You should smile. Some of you should smile because that's good news. Like, yes, like it's so good. Like God has taken care of it. You have peace with God. You don't have to earn it. You don't have to figure it out. You don't have to climb. Like none of that. Like God has taken care of it. He's made peace with you. You were once far away from God. Now listen, he goes on. Now, you were once far away, but now he's brought you to himself through the death of Christ in his physical body. And as a result, he brought you into his presence. Now, catch this. You are now holy and blameless. Have you looked in the mirror today? Like, wait a minute. Holy? I like that. Holy and blameless? Do you know me? During that football game you were watching yesterday, do you know what I said? When we lost, do you see what I threw? Listen, because of Christ, because of Christ, you have been made new, washed clean. You are at peace with God, and all it takes is to believe it and receive it. Just to believe and receive. And um, that's what we celebrate. We celebrate those who just simply received the gift that God gave them at Christmas. The beauty of the Christmas season is all about the new life that God sends to us. And um, if you're here today and you've never just simply explored the truth of Jesus and what he brings, I would encourage you, these four weeks leading up to Christmas, just explore it. Wrestle with it. Ask the question, where, where am I trying to find life? And how's that working out? And some of you might say, it's working out great. Like, it's all good. And I say, okay. There'll be a moment when it's probably not all good, but wrestle with it. Like, explore it. Like, discover what God was doing when he sent Jesus and what we celebrate at Christmas.